Good morning, everyone. How was your meditation today? <laughs> it seems everyone who practices meditation has the same issue. No matter if someone has been meditating for one year or for 30 years, there's always one great obstacle. What do you think the obstacle is? Thought. Thought is the one thing that makes meditation what it is. In fact, it is not that thoughts exist that impedes our meditation. It is that we do not understand our thoughts properly and have a weakness of being aware of our thoughts. This is the biggest obstacle of meditation practice. Today, I would like to talk about what thought is and how to become more, more aware of our thought. I'm going to introduce you to a simple method of how to deal with your thoughts. Once you understand this, your thoughts will no longer be an obstacle to your meditation. First of all, we must understand what thought is. Let me tell you a story. One day, two monks were arguing about a flag flapping in the wind. One monk said, it is the wind that is moving. The other monk said, no, it is the flag that is moving. They argued back and forth, but could not reach an understanding. A Zen master, Huineng, happened to be passing by and told them, It is not the wind that moves. It is not the flag that is moves. It is only your mind that moves. The two monks were totally astonished. What did it mean? What is the point? Everything is created by the mind alone. No matter what it is that we think, we create those thoughts and live with them. Our entire life experience is a creating of the mind. We view the world through our thoughts. As one thought appears, everything appears accordingly. As one thought disappears, everything disappears accordingly. When we sleep without dreaming, what happens in our mind? 
Where are you? Where is the world? When we do not have one single thought, if our thought arises, what is the state of our mind? Let us think of someone in our family. Let us imagine their face. We now have the image of his or her face in our mind, but where was that person before we thought about them? You may say he or she is at home. However, that is also your thought. You think that he or she is at home, right? In Buddhism, everything is karma. Every moment, we create our own karma with our thoughts. At the same time, we face our own karma that we created before. Our life is the process of repeating these works, creating the karma and facing the karma. When it comes to our thoughts, there are two kinds of thought. One is the thought that we create, and the other is the thought that just comes up in our mind. For example, when we make up our mind to do something, this is the thought that we create. Let's say, if you think, I'm going to drink a cup of water, then this is the thought you create. On the other hand, thoughts that just spontaneously arise during sitting meditation, even though we did not intend them to, are thoughts that just comes up. These thoughts, however, do not just come up in our mind out of nowhere. Every single plant grows because its seed was sown in the ground. Likewise, all of our thoughts arise as a karma that we have sown in our mind. In other words, thoughts that we did not create could not arise. So we have the authority to create our thought, but we also have the responsibility to deal with the thoughts that arise. This is the principle of cause and effect. The second quality of thoughts that we need to be aware of is that thoughts are impermanent. Our thoughts are fleeting. They constantly come and go in our mind. There is no fixed entity. It is like a cloud that appear and disappear in the sky. When a thought arises in our mind, if we just let it go, the thought disappears by itself. However, 
Once we get involved with thought, it creates another thought, one after the other. It is very important that we understand this aspect of a thought because it is very helpful for our life and to our practice. It is natural that thoughts arise according to the principle of a cause and effect. Once we understand this, we will not refuse thoughts to happen, nor do we try to get rid of thoughts. Instead, we will just accept them as they are. So we can finally move past the obstacle of our thoughts. Next, we must strengthen the power of being aware of our thoughts. When I opened the front door of minister's residence in the evening, the light turns on automatically. But before I opened the door, the light was off. Why? Because it is a motion sensor light. Motion sensor always detects whether I am there or not. Likewise, our mind not only can be aware of no thought before thinking arises, but also it can be aware of both the thoughts that come up and the thoughts we create. This is what we need to grow strength of mind by being continually aware. If you fail to be aware of our thoughts, then we will be controlled by our thoughts and we will be delusional. It is like living in a dream without knowing it is a dream. So we suffer under the control of our thoughts. However, if we are aware of our thoughts, we can embrace our feelings and emotions as they are. We can be free from our thoughts. Let me show you how to become more aware of our thoughts. First, let us practice being aware of thoughts that we create. Pause whatever thoughts you may have now and calm your mind. We are aware of no thought in our mind with this awareness, let us now chant Namamitabu internally without moving your lips. Namu Ami Tabu, Namu Ami Tabu. Be aware of one syllable at a time. Repeat it slowly and steadily. We are practicing being aware of thought 
again, again, and again. We can be aware of the thoughts that we create this way. The more we practice this, the more mindful we become. When we give rise to a thought, the more mindful we are, the more wholesome thoughts we create and the pure unwholesome thoughts we will have. Next, let us practice being aware of thoughts that might inadvertently occur. Pause your thoughts and calm your mind again. You are in a state of no thought. In this state, be aware of thoughts that just come up in your mind. The more continuous your mindfulness is, the sharper and more receptive the mind becomes. This practice allows you to see and understand reality more clearly. The most important thing is to be aware both when we have a thought and when we do not have a thought. Especially, we must be aware before thinking arises in your mind. This is why it is too late if you notice long after your thoughts occurred. This practice requires a very sincere effort. If we do this practice well, we can be free from the thoughts. We can be free from suffering. When Shakyamuni Buddha meditated under the Bodhi tree, he was aware of 84,000 thoughts in his mind and observed all thoughts. He saw ever more deeply and clearly into the cycle of suffering, and he awakened finally. Buddha means an awakened person. Awakening means to awake from dreaming. The way of wisdom and awareness is the path to be free from suffering and to free ourselves from conditioned reactions. Every moment of awareness is the light that illuminates the darkness of our mind, brightening it with the power of wisdom and awareness. As we practice being aware of self-created thinking and accidental thought, the power of awareness becomes stronger. We will become free of attachment to our thought and our ego. We are thinking beings. We think when we are awake and we dream when we sleep. Thinking 
is the dream while we are awake, whereas dreams are the thoughts that we have while we are asleep. Do not worry when thoughts arise, but worry when we are not aware of your thoughts. Do not underestimate your thoughts. Why? Because you will be trapped in your thoughts and you will be slave to your thoughts. I hope you will find this helpful for your own practice. Thank you.